I mean, people ask all the time if it's a college bar. I'm like, no, I do not want to hang out with drunk college kids. They destroy my stuff. Yeah. Yes. Um, but there's this one, two girls that came in that were dressed like they were ready to impress. And it was a Friday night and we're like, you know, busy. It's like 1130, whatever. And they both ordered a drink. And then one of them looks at the friend and says, I'm going to get blackout here tonight. And I slammed the countertop as hard as I could with my hand. And I looked at him just dead ass in the face. I was like, you will never get blackout here. This is your last drink. Every day sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was, I mean, I had a depressed girl here a couple months ago. And, you know, there was like, like four of us or whatever. And she was having a bad time. I was like, hey, like, yeah, it only gets worse. It's like, it's not a fairy tale. Like, you're not even paying rent yet. Like, yeah. you have no idea how hard your life's going to become. So you should decide right now if you want to keep living. The guy that helped open this bar is crazy. Actually, I found on my time hop four years ago, he won the um, International Alternative Milk Latte Art Championship in Seattle. What? Wow. Yeah, All so right. There you go. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was... Um, of course, Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> home of Antifa. <laughs> and everyone clapped very, like, yeah. unenthusiastically. <laughs> hey, everybody. Luis Pablo here. Thank you so much for listening. Just a quick heads up. While we were recording inside the bar, Lady, the lovely Corgi, kept walking in and out. So when you hear me getting up, you might hear the microphone twisting a little bit. You might hear a door open and her barking. So just had to keep letting her in and out of the rooms in order for her to stop barking. Otherwise, thanks so much for listening. And I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Thank you to Five Bar for letting us record. And thank you to Levi for giving us your time. And I'm really excited for the next few episodes that we got planned. Like, subscribe, share, review, and enjoy the episode. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome to Vida y Vino on Bro Taste This, episode 32. We are joined by Juan Legend. Hello, hello, everyone. Philip Golden Corral. Hey, hey. I am Luis Pablo, and today we actually are welcoming a very special guest. We got Levi from Five Bar out of Beloit. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we do. Levi, <laughs> welcome Levi. in, Levi. Thanks, thanks, thanks for uh, joining us today. You are owner and manager of Five Bar here in Beloit. Slave. <laughs> slave to the good work <laughs> and unlike some of the guests we've had so far you have actually done more than 70 episodes of a podcast yeah yeah uh, i haven't worked on it in like three or four years but i did like 73 of a uh, audio cafe a, a coffee podcast yeah. is that oh. still up somewhere yeah it should be somebody go look that up so. we'll, we'll drop yeah. it awesome. what was the name yeah. of that uh, um audio cafe like i was the name came from just like, okay, it's going to be about a cafe. I don't know the exact details, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. it'll evolve along the way. So like, well, well like, yeah, audio cafe. Yes. That works. It's a good yeah. name. I like it sounds like a band, like yeah. audio slave maybe. <laughs> like, no, I actually like that a lot. My head was going to like Radiohead, you know. <laughs> yeah, it rolls uh, off the tongue. Awesome. So not, yeah, we're you're uh, not going to like what you discover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you prefer owner or proprietor? What's the difference? Oh, boy. I or don't know. Slave to the love of the job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there we go. An artiste? Just the, per- the person. The person. Yeah, thing. No, exactly. Ladies, the dog. I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I drinking, Juan? What did you order me? Uh, I got you today a Negroni, and off of the suggestion of the bartender, we changed it to an Aquavit Negroni. 
Aqua V being we just learned a Norwegian Ooh. gin. Yeah, Nordic gin. That's right. Wow, that Nordic is uh, gin. that is pretty smooth. It's not actually too bad. And and, and that uh, is a lady, if I'm correct, right? Yeah, the, uh, lady, the mascot the of Five Bar. Yep, the year and a half old corgi. She's a year and a half old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. She's not fixed either, so I'm just like waiting for when I drop the bomb that she's gonna have a little puppy, <laughs> and then business is gonna boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be five bar. It's gonna be corgi pub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we had a when I got her, I put the sign that says five bar. I added a K, so I just said five bark. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. That's it, took, great. it took people a while to to notice it. Five bark. Yeah. That's like that. We can turn this whole you know area back here into a puppy mill. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I hear those are really uh, ethical and totally yeah, not yeah, torture. Ethical part. <laughs> very lucrative. But I think they put that aside for corgis. Everyone loves corgis. I think so. Yeah. We're gonna, <laughs> I, you have a corgi yourself? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah. I feel like they're having a moment. Like they're, this boom. They're, this I, is definitely their yeah. moment to shine. Yeah. Everyone's loving. It's like the new golden retriever. You know. I want to get a French bulldog so fucking bad. Those dogs look so fucking dope. Yeah. Oh yeah. But they're like. A thousand, fifteen hundred dollars to get like a purebred, and it's like I don't care if it's purebred, but if it's not, it's not going to look like the way that I want it. So, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. what's the mm-hmm. fucking point of getting one then? Plus, yeah. the, the amazing breathing problems they have with it, so it's like <laughs> super funny too. It's they like die me. at like seven years old. <laughs> it dies in its sleep from sleep apnea. <laughs> you are the podcast French bulldog. You look like one. I do. I have the same. I have the same breathing problems as a French bulldog. Respectfully, <laughs> you son of a bitch. What? So Ooh. let's get into uh, Levi, our, our very special guest, and uh, the owner of Five Bar. So you were in Seattle until you were 26, owning a coffee shop where you were doing audio cafe from. Uh, most that's there's some overlap. It's a little incorrect, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when but did you go to Seattle? Uh, I, I grew up in Seattle. I had a coffee shop there for two and a half years, and then I was starting, but I didn't publish till I was here. Mm-hmm. The audio cafe um, podcast, which is super fun experiment to do um Mm -hmm. and i moved out here for work i had sold my coffee shop floated around for about three months and then found this killer job um at carrie they brought me out here and then after like a year once i knew i was like kind of set or cool or six months i was like okay well now i'm gonna drop this side business thing that i'm doing on the side (laughs) yes (laughs) oh that's sick how did you get the confidence when did you know it was time to leave seattle because, yep. I mean, you already started with a nice yeah. coffee shop. You can get comfortable with, like, you yeah. know, same people coming in and out. You can definitely mm-hmm. settle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the the coffee shop I bought was not, I, it was not pretty. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it was a fixer-upper. Uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. And so I I jokingly called it then a dive-through, because it was a drive-through, mm. but, like, a dive. And so now it's funny that, like, now my life is this dive bar. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, come full circle. Yeah. It has a cul-de-sac. <laughs> the cars run out of gas and we're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> so did you ever enjoy working at a restaurant slash coffee place or bar or were you always more enticed by the owning establishment? Um, yeah, it's like people is mm-hmm. the the thing that, you know, and then of course money or whatever, but um, making jokes with people, mm-hmm. seeing smiles. Like, yeah. yeah, so the I, w- ended up, I fell into coffee and I got good at it, and I enjoyed it. And then I started making friends that were in coffee that then transitioned to bartending. And then they were like, so I work like three days a week now. These, you know, bartenders that are like, oh, wow, you can just like plow all your shift into one weekend, make the same amount of money on yeah. three days. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I'll plant that in the back of my head. I never did bartending until coming out here, and literally the opening day was the first day that I was actually a bartender. Like, Damn. I'd made cocktails yeah. for people. Yeah. Uh, the, the mixology of it yeah. with being a bar, a bar 
Go barista? Ahead. Barista? <laughs> yeah, the barista and the bartender. <laughs> like the the barista steals from the bartender. Like the bar spoon we stole, shot glasses, um, coffee syrups. Even the '80s was stolen from the bartender or the soda jerk world. Interesting. So it's kind of like the like, and the, all the skills are very similar. You know, you have to be on your feet, customer service, bouncing flavor. Yeah. Consistency, consistency. Mm-hmm. Wash your hands. You know, it's it's a very similar um, rubric. You know, or template, and so it's like, oh, well, you can just kind of do that at night now. Yeah, it's simple enough, but like any person can uh, deviate from that. Like, even making spaghetti is very simple. But if yeah. I make spaghetti, Jesus, you want to tell them yeah. your spaghetti recipe? Well, I've, I'm perfecting this. I don't know if it's ready for the public. But <laughs> little homemade barbecue tangy, little tangy spaghetti. All right, you heard that look. correct. A barbecue spaghetti. Mm. Sounds good. My grandfather Massimo is turning in his grave right now. <laughs> just like, what the fuck is Phil doing with the pasta? But I mean, it's just simple pasta things like that. I, I get meat with such barriers, but like going, expanding from your roots from Seattle, from the West Coast to the Midwest, how did yeah. you find your comfortability, you know, to really express yourself? Because um, you, with your background as a barista and the yeah. mixology, you already have the perfect. Uh, Knowing the sense of the equations, because it's all science and math. You know, it, you're, you're a scientist, yeah. essentially. Well, when I moved here, I so I have a very bad education, really <laughs> gutter. All like of us did. Yeah. Here's English. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> all of us can barely speak. Yeah, like uh, like I just got my I got my GED. Is what it, you know. That's the classic stupid story. That, oh, the guy down the way is like, I didn't drop out, but mm-hmm. I got my GED at like twenty. Like, um. Okay. A late bloomer. But you got to yeah. frame it. <laughs> I should frame it. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm proud of us. Oh, it'd be it. so sick back here, right next to that horse picture. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have, yeah, some fun things I want to frame. But um, wait, what was I going to say? Oh, when I worked with Carrie, like I straight up, they're a food company, like a multi-billion dollar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was one of, I went from owning my own business with two employees to being one of 22,000 employees. Jesus. So it was like, yeah, the total swing. And I knew that going into it and I, I had a mentor and I was like, hey, like, you know, this is where I'm coming from. Like, literally, if I want to do something, I do it because I own it, you know? Yeah. Like, or if something needs to get done, I do it because no one else is going to sweep up that mess. Um, and so that swing was interesting, but then a part of it was like the team that I worked with, there was like all these different layers, different segments or departments some of them were straight up like food scientists that went to school for seven years to be a flavorist. Yeah. So I'd get in the room with them and we'd talk about barbecue. Like we had Mm. a barbecue division or a smoke division. So we'd taste through smokes and like, it's wild and be like, Oh wow, that is just an ember. This is the end of an ember forest fire, you know, dead fire pit. Oh, this is a barbecue. Oh, this is grizzle off the grill. Like it almost tastes like onions and garlic. Oh, this is cherry wood. Like it was just like wild. So we're deep diving into all these things. And I'm just like, ah, like I'm not, I don't have the total palate for that. Mm. And I remember one time I was like at a tasting, I was like, well, it's a 50, 50 shot. I was like, I think it's this one. <laughs> you know? I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, just hearing that all that just made my heart beat go fast like yeah. imagining being in a room full of different strains of barbecue yeah all that smokiness mm-hmm. i love barbecue yeah for sure <laughs> all that bbq <laughs> so would you say that that uh, assisted you in the way in like your approach to cocktails and opening the bar oh for sure so i like i got thrown in off the, you know the deep end right like random kid you know i had the twirly twirly mustache <laughs> i was still broke as you know like my signing bonus to move here was more than i made the previous year <laughs> like mm. like uh, which was cool but also like i came from like nothing where i was still on that barista budget like 
I, I moved here for two months with just two bags, two carry-on bags. So yeah. Like, yeah, it's fine. We'll, we'll make it work. And then I'm in the deep end with these, like, people that, you know, we'd go and we'd spend, like, $200 a person on a dinner. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, eat everything. And the, so then I started becoming the guy that would, like, finish everybody's plate <laughs> like <laughs> i was like i don't, I don't care Useful like enough. i'm going yeah. through it like i want to taste that i want to know yeah um and so being around the people that already had all that experience i could show up and be like okay well, what about this and then because we worked together they would like oh well here's six months of work shortcut Jeez. Like, Thanks. Yeah. you know like yeah. here's what i learned you know one guy um he his name's philip and he's super cool i ended up buying an espresso machine from him um and, and we traveled a lot together. He also has a corgi. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Phil thing, I, t- I swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's Latino. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> meets right here. Lightmeets.com. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but right he, he did his whole college dissertation on different types of fermentation from wine mm-hmm. into other applications. So out of wine, what can we learn and where can we pull it into food? So then when I was working with him on stuff, I took him to a coffee event for a weekend and we just like road trip together and like hung out in the same hotel room and like drank a bunch. And we just like spent that whole weekend drinking, eating, talking. And I was like, wow, you just gave me like four years of education in two days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, wow. And I, and I gave him some experience and background and whatever too. You well, know? Especially when you were going towards coffee, which is your field of expertise. Yeah. But the, the crossover of wine and the coffee is really crazy it's just coffee gets roasted and extracted on site but mm-hmm. like fermentation tanks uh, harvesting microclimates varietals terroir all that yeah yeah that's kind of where we started the podcast which is you know our love of of wine and just wanting to learn more and more about it so you you kind of have your hobby become your your job so that you know they say if you do if you love what you do you won't end up working a day in your life so mm-hmm. i can definitely see the crossover between loving coffee and loving wine and being like yeah i'm just gonna make this my life and I mean, at the, at the end of the day, I was going to say like one of the things that, that wine taught me was just like how to taste things on, on a level that you're just a little bit more observant, a little bit more present. Yeah. So I feel like that level of, of tasting and present or presence in, in, in your tasting um, can apply to coffee, food. Like it has, it has a lot of applications rather than just like, you know, wine, you know? Yeah. yeah like for sure that. <laughs> Lady. Lady dog. And what's w- weird to start at the coffee spot, like it, your ingredients for a coffee shop are very simple, right? You got your espresso machine, all things coffee. But basically, you just have one coffee that goes through your drip, goes through your espresso, wh- whatever. Then you have milk, and you have some alternative milks, and you have your flavors. It's a very simple pantry. But from there, you can make a big menu. Oh, my it's, God, yeah. You know, but it's all about the skill set and the application. So, like, super simple, like, Drip coffee, espresso, um, French press, cold brew. Yep. Those are pretty mainstays at a cafe. Maybe not French press, but those are like three expressions at the same exact beans. But also from that skill set, like you're making <laughs> espresso Lady. over ice or like hot. And like I found that when I came to the bar world, like bartenders don't know anything about tea. Don't know anything about hot cocktails. Yes. I'm like, wh- why? What? Yes. But they know like millions of spirits and you know recipes and all respect. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know the Vegas bomb shot like until like a couple months ago, and I'm like, well, yeah. I don't, I don't personally don't care, but I'll learn it. That's fine. Yeah. But like when I came in, I'm like, we dropped a whole hot cocktail menu in January because it's 
it's pretty cold. Oh, I here. love it's a hot cocktail, season, especially yeah. up here in the Midwest. Yeah. But like, I was talking to bartenders and they're like, "Oh, uh, like a hot toddy." I was like, "Yeah." Yes. And they're like, uh, "I love me a hot toddy." <laughs> yeah, they, they don't know any. Like, there's like yeah. they've never ex- worked with hot. Yeah. There was a tire. Like, exactly. like what? There was a whiskey drink that I had at my one of the jobs I previously had, where it was a shot of whiskey and then just honey and hot water, and you just yeah. top it off with a star anise, and it was like, "Yo." This is a fucking cheat code. Like, why doesn't every bar offer this during the winter? Dude, I got to give a shout out since we're talking about tea cocktails. Um, oh, over Easter weekend, I ended up um, visiting Milwaukee and I visited a few bars. One of them being... How dare you talk about another bar? Right now. One of them being um, a little speakeasy called Shanghai MKE. Um, it was just behind this little collective food court thing. And I had a Earl Grey martini there. It wasn't called an Earl Grey martini, but Earl Grey was the dominant note. Um, some of the things in this cocktail, though, were um, it was Earl Grey, gin, um, some lavender in there, oat milk. And they shook that up with an egg white. So you get like the, the gray, foggy, like mm-hmm. milky bottom with like that really creamy top. But you would drink it. And you would just get like the creaminess, the lavender. It, it was just a phenomenal cocktail. And you're you're totally right though. Um, tea is a very underappreciated, uh, yeah. like I guess, uh, thing to draw from or ingredient uh, in in the bartending industry or world. Yeah, yeah, we're do we're working on. Um, well, we did a whole steep timber. So mm-hmm. September was all tea based drinks. Oh. And so then, then looking at the framework of that, I was like, okay, well. Let's pick the tea and then work backwards from there. Like usually, oh, okay. we, I mean, we we create five original drinks every month, and like we did a, a hot toddy, right? Because that's just gonna be such a mainstay. We did our own riff on it, but it's not like anything you know, like wow, oh, the newest yeah, hot toddy in the world, yeah. But we did like other weird, fun hot, like a hot cosmopolitan, which was Ooh. killer. It was really good. It was like mostly cranberry juice by volume, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of a. It, so, so you have to figure out what your fillers are when it's hot. By the way, there's when you're cold, you have dilution, or you have like a martini in a coupe. It's very small, but when yeah. it's hot, people seem to want at least five ounces, at least a cortado, at least a something. But mm-hmm. I lost my train of thought a little bit. The, the tea. So sometimes when we're building the cocktails, the menu, I'm like, okay, we need a gin drink, we need a vodka drink, you know, we need a rum. Yeah. Or for the tea, I was like, okay, green tea, black tea, Earl Grey tea. We did. Um, is one of our mainstays is a London Fog as well. Mm. I love London Fog. It's so good. And so then we, we just make a, yeah, we make a Earl Grey tea For those syrup. that don't know, me, what's a, <laughs> what's a London f- Fog? Is that like a gin mixed with the tea? A London Fog is like a hot tea drink with cream and Earl Grey, usually okay. with a little bit of vanilla or just like sugar. Um, so then there's a bunch of variations from, from there, you know, mm-hmm. but like, like saying Long Island, what's a Long Island? Well, it's going to be a bunch of white clear spirits with Coca-Cola and then sour mix or fresh lemon and lime or whatever, you know. You know what? Some dumb bitch tell me one time. <laughs> she goes, "Why is there no ice tea?" That's a tea? transition. Why, why is there no ice tea in my Long Island? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Excuse me." And she goes, "Every Long Island I've ever had in my life, this is some lady in like her fifties, yeah. has had iced tea, and this is made with Coke." And I was like, "Either you've been lied to, or you're lying <laughs> to me right now." <laughs> and both, both, I'm taking as an insult. <laughs> like either I'll, way, you're not coming out ahead. <laughs> either way, because you're just going to be disappointed for the rest of your life yeah. at every bar you go to, except your dive bar down the street from where you live. Yeah. Or which does not have tea. There's no chance. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. She probably just didn't notice. Yeah, I was uh, mm. very upset at that. Um, but I want to like, transition into your uh, learning from you know carries into owning this place. I definitely want to read your drink philosophy, which is you know on your website. Uh, we drink to celebrate. We 
Drink to connect with friends, old and new. We drink to discover. With each menu, we strive to share unique things, humorous metaphors, and comforting concepts, giving you, your friends, and everyone a reason to visit again and again and again. Yeah. Anything you want to add to that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is that the mission statement for Five Bar here in Beloit? Yeah, it's a very it's a very simple. I mean, there's a million things I want, like people that have memories, make friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a community. It's like the the pub, the public house. But this is like this is a house as like a weird hipster dive bar. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I don't know. And, and, and you've traveled the world, uh, not just from Seattle to the Midwest, but for your work, international and uh, purposes like that. Yeah. Uh, what? inspirations did you take away from your travels that you wanted to implement here at your own cozy dive bar you know uh countless you know it's um because when i the first thing that i notice when i get in here is the aesthetics that nice beautiful feel to it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's been fun um i wanted to feel cozy i wanted to feel like somewhere you've been before but you can't remember like so i i call it dive bar chic that's like great because like you can't remember almost like Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. or like uh, yeah yeah you can't really place your finger on it but it feels like a dream when you walk in here yeah okay and yeah. like a lot of times people are like oh look I literally had a girl have her birthday party here and her mo- her grandma was staring at the that rainbow crocheted Afghan blanket yeah. on the pink couch and she's like oh I used to make stuff like that and I was like oh I picked it up from such and such Salvation Army. She's like, I dropped off that blanket there like a year ago. I was like, oh, wow. Are you serious? And she looked at it and she's like, I think that's the one I made. I was like, whoa, that's two on the nose. But (laughs) like, we're living in a simulation. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I pick up a lot of stuff from, I mean, the street corner there sometimes I get stuff, but like Goodwills, it's all stuff you've seen. There's like some cliche 80s, 70s things that like, oh, yeah, the owl picture in the front. Like, yeah. everyone, I, all the time, people like in their 50s, like, oh, I grew up with that owl picture at my grandma's house. Yeah. You got the pictures of the two kids on this back walk here that I was staring at when I walked. What in. is that style of art? <laughs> they called? look like, exactly like, like the name. clay dolls and yeah. pictures I had in my house growing yeah. up. It's, it's like so the Hallmark crazy. Dolls. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Dude, Hispanic moms would go crazy <laughs> over those figurines. I just had a picture of my mom of that. And I'd be like, yeah. do you remember this? Yeah, so I'm just grabbing those things, like old, new, familiar, like you twist it a little bit, change it, flip it upside down, smack it around, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> either it's a cocktail or it's fashion or it's decor. It's mm-hmm. burst it up. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's supposed to feel what I've been, I've been calling it your grandma's rich lesbian friend's house party. <laughs> <laughs> the one who got divorced way too late in life and yeah. had to cram all of her lifestyle changes yeah. in the next 10 years and it's like oh where'd you get that she's like oh i was doing peyote down in wherever yeah. you know in Tulum, uh, south you know? below <laughs> I, was at an or- I was at an orgy and i took stuff off the wall so yeah <laughs> i don't know where else to put it realigning my chakra <laughs> so this is like a fun it's that f- um yeah, that kind of a space, mm-hmm. and, 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 li- and like you were saying with the grandmother, but the uh, the quilt, uh, each piece has its own history, right? So you never yeah. even know, like the, you know, call me superstitious, but like <laughs> the, the feelings, is like the vibes yeah. or the neutrons or the energy that it gives off. That's a good know? point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff in the back there. Um, well, we open this up in in stages, so like this wall that I built here, that that one, you know, it's closed off, right? So then. This was all construction zone and crazy debris. And so then I put up curtains on this fake header beam. And then we opened up this part. 
And then we built this wall to close this off. And then it was more like, because <laughs> it was just curtains back here. Yeah. Curtains. Yeah. It was garbage. <laughs> and then day, day one of year two, on the 17th of October, I dropped that whole ceiling back here when we built the cloud ceiling. Like there's a false office ceiling. Yeah. So there's been this slow progression through. But through all of that, you mentioned the decor and things. Mm-hmm. All these pieces have been like migrating through throughout the bar, upstairs, downstairs. Like there's a bunch of decor that's still living upstairs I'm waiting to bring down for the right time. Like it's a little oh, cool. bit too fancy. It's or like whatever. a storage essentially. Yeah, but I'm living with it, you know, and like, and then there's pieces that go upstairs for a few months and then come back down. Like, so there's kind of this flow. I'm trying to get it just right, you know, like the the front right now we just painted brown. Mm-hmm. And so now that th- it's amazing what the brown throws off and pulls out the different colors of pieces. So like I stopped putting up the art. So like I got to th- make sure I get the right undertones yes. now that that's changed, you know, like. Yeah. So. You, you, now that you've established more of a color scheme with that yeah. paint. Yeah. Mm. So I noticed on your Instagram and not only walking in, but both Instagram and walking in that you're using a lot of purple and pink. Yeah. And when you, you know, when you kind of look up like what those colors associate with purple is definitely spiritual and imaginative. And then pink is very stimulating and relaxing and often it's girly, but were those two colors that you were definitely wanting to implement? No, no, it was just like (laughs) a happy accident, (laughs) but it's funny you'd mentioned that because I get people all the time. Even one of my bartenders yesterday was like, I can tell when I started working here because all my pictures are red or purple. Like yeah. In the, yes. Like, and another no, customer a month ago, she was like, look at this. And she just like scrolled through her phone. And it was like 50% red purple. I was like, to me, I was like, so that means your best moments in the last like six months were here. Were here. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's really killer. No. Yeah. The, the color vibes that, you know, like certain colors make you feel like I know movie directors use it all the time and like movie posters yeah. that, you know, as soon as you walk in here, you definitely feel like a sense of calm. But also you're kind of like looking around like there's not I've been to a bar in my hometown where it's like, you know, stimulation overload where you're just like there's so much going on in the walls. You can't wait to get out of there. It's cool, but it's just giving you anxiety the whole time. You're Mm -hmm. like, I need a fucking cocktail right now. You can't wait to go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. And there's a sign that says don't do coke in the bathroom. So you're like, (laughs) well, I am now. (laughs) I wasn't tempted before. But when you walk in, it's definitely calm and soothing. And, you know, it doesn't feel like. A typical dive bar. Cool. No, no, especially with the back. That, like you mentioned, it's been a progression. Yeah. And uh, with your background from Seattle and stuff, how do you tackle that? Because you already yeah. come into like uh, going to like this big food business with. Uh, uh, oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> how you say? You get cocktail delivery <laughs> better <laughs> than Postmates. <laughs> Was this the GAD education and the background mm. experience with the. Uh, uh, barista and all that stuff? How do you tackle such a big project like this? I mean. Yeah. Um, I'd recommend no one does. <laughs> it's, not, it's weird. It's weird. Um, it's fun though. Like I like mm-hmm. it. Like how? I mean, uh, we're, we're definitely reaping the benefits right now. It's so yeah. nice. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The well, I, was, I was hosting house parties at at my house. Like uh, back when I like I had a a serious girlfriend, and and also when I was single, and they'd be like mm-hmm. themed parties. So we, the the coolest one we did. Well, we did a bunch of ones. Right when I moved in, we did a. A mac off, a macaroni and cheese, two ways, with a panel judges, the guests Yo. all judge like based on presentation, color, uh, creativity, um, met expectations, all these things. And one person did a stovetop, one did oh. the oven bake, and they were both food scientists. And so, like one, he literally was a dried dairy specialist. That's what 
his whole career has been. Cheese. Yeah. So he he cheese. Won. Yeah. More like yeah. Cheese. <laughs> so we're doing all these parties and stuff. I'm just like, this is killer. And then it got to the point where I drop like five hundred dollars on a party just for my friends, like twenty yeah. friends. You know, like I'd be like, hey, please bring some beer. But like mm-hmm. we we drop money. We did um, a traveling pizza party, and this was a couple of things. So. Me and my girlfriend hosted it, and we did the, I don't know, I think I was single at that time, but it was all couples anyways. Whatever. Um, Life of the party over here. <laughs> yeah, just having fun. Yeah. Like, so we, we provided the dough and the sauce, and then you come with the toppings based on a destination that you want to go to or have been to. Wow. And then we'll build a cocktail around that, and we'll put it on the playlist. And so 45 minutes, hour, we all talk about like, oh, I've never been to New Orleans. Oh, this is great trumpet music. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love hurricanes. Like, yeah. And then like stop the music. Hey, the next pizza's out. You know, it's uh, Wisconsin, so now it's like beer and cheese curds on top, and like yeah. and then the party starts again. And like, so I was like, okay, that's such a I great concept. It was killer. That is yeah. a great yeah. concept. I'm, I'm loving the concept yeah. right now. You're, you're having it's all of our listeners like write <laughs> this shit down, <laughs> stealing this I for know. their friends. Mm-hmm. Now. I throw a house party, and I'm like, uh, I'll be <laughs> grilling food, so <laughs> bring your own drinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that too. We actually we talked about doing the back here because if you walk out that door by the the rainbow explosion sunrise, um, there's a back lot that has like four parking spots, but it's, it's shit. It's all you know debris. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna enclose it. I'm like, maybe I should just like make a stationary grill that's always there, and you can just show up. You want to grill your own meat? Just show. Yeah, I don't care. Like, yeah, yeah. Use the it's space on you. how you want. Yeah, yeah. like so we don't have food. that's a great idea. Yeah. That's killer, right? That's very Wisconsin, mm-hmm. too. It's very, yeah, it's yeah. super, it's, this is supposed to be like this, uh, you know, going back to the analogy, the grandma's house, the grandma's rich, rich. lesbian. <laughs> so it's like the weirdest family gathering, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, Everybody, everybody's got to eat meat. Everybody loves meat. Yeah. Well, I mean, not everybody, but. Dude, I f- it, when I first stepped into Five Bar, I kind of like the vibe that I was getting was like that 70s show. Mm-hmm. Like Eric Foreman, <laughs> yeah. Red Foreman, like Fez. If they had more of, money to fix the yes. basement. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Yeah, especially, I mean, that, Middle that, class <laughs> Eric Foreman. Yeah. You know? That carpet, which is also on the stage in the front, I took from a house that's being condemned. I was like, can I also take this carpet? And they're like, oh uh, yeah, 10 bucks. I was like, cool. So I ripped it's it up and rolled it up. Here you go. Yeah, I was like, I want that carpet. Like that is from the 70s and it's gross. <laughs> just, <laughs> that's what power, I'm for. Power washer yeah. with the rug doctor and call it a day. Uh, we vacuumed. It was it was from a clean house. It was a you know, yeah. Nice yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but, but just it being from like that natural like like most of the pieces here is just that natural seventies mm-hmm. time period look to it and feel. And with yeah. the back, uh, I'm sure there's certain laws you have to navigate through. But do you ever imagine like a beer garden like outside? Like yeah, that would accompany the nice smokiness of the meats. Yeah, what I'm tr- what I'm struggling with, there's a lot of weird thought that goes into these things. Of um, sometimes it's just like jump out of the airplane and build the air, the parachute on the way. Yeah, you as know, like, you go, yeah, whatever. We'll figure it out. Or there's other times where it's like, okay, if I open up this door, all the oxygen leaves, and I might lose everything. <laughs> you know, like it might be the end of everything. Like for for my staff and my guests and stuff, like. I'm like, hey guys, like you can, you guys get to go home at night. I, I have to pay the bills and cut the checks, yeah. you know, tomorrow yeah. and all that. But um, with the with the back there, what do I want to say about? How did you say that? We're talking about the beer garden. The beer garden. Thank you. I want to make it a smoking area, but I don't want people to bring in gross smelling mm-hmm. smoke. Mm-hmm. Oh, and God, like, yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, but we have a shit ton of candles, incense. Part of yeah. the five bar is smelling. 
like the five senses. The five senses, yeah. Yeah, you're there for a drink, but you're there for a texture. You know, that's mm-hmm. the dog, that's the Afghan. You know, that's the couches, mm-hmm. that's the cozy vibes, right? The sounds, like we curate the playlist. There's almost never top 40 anything you've, you know, usually hear at a bar. Nothing no but tones. Tame and Paula in here. <laughs> <laughs> the same song, too, just to make sure <laughs> every month. Yeah, unless I know it better. <laughs> Um, but I don't want people. I want to do this beer garden. I want to have a spot to smoke, but I don't want people to bring in. Yeah, I don't want them yeah, to bring in that you. smoke, and I don't know how to tell them like, "Hey, you smell like an ashtray, and you're not cool." <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> difficult. Because once you, you know, once you get a few drinks in, I'm a notorious person for once I get two beers in, I never smoke, and then after like a few mm-hmm. cocktails, I'm like. I gotta go for a couple cigarettes. <laughs> so I could go for fine. half a pack. <laughs> <laughs> that's all totally fine. Like I, don't, I got nothing against yeah. you know people smoking and then coming in, but it's like smoke and blow up out of the way. Yes. you know, you know those people that come don't in. Don't linger I can, in it. You know, oh I can smell them from like six God, feet away. Yeah. I'm like, oh, like who the what is fuck just walked by? Yeah, like uh, or we'll get them too. If, even with dudes with clo- cologne on like a Friday night, where I'm like, I can smell you from across the bar. Yeah, let's oh, not yeah. do this, this right now. Gross. Where where you can smell where they've been. Yeah. Like <laughs> you go into the same room they used to be in, and you can. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was here. Tyler was just here. Yeah. God damn. No, we aren't mispronouncing it. Uh, we should have said it up top, but we are saying five bar correctly instead yeah. of dive bar. Um, now it is on your website, but do you want to explain why it's called five bar? You know, you mentioned yeah. the five senses and yep. and what else? It grew for yeah, grew from this. Um, I'm actually getting uh, texts from my buddy that um, we wanted to own a business together and like all these other ideas, yada yada. And then I texted him. I was just like, hey, why don't we just buy a dive bar? But I voice texted it and it said five bar. So then when I got up to him and we went on the Sugar River and spent the day together, he's like, what's this five bar idea? I was like, oh man, that was a drunk text or like not a drunk text, but a missed text, like mm-hmm. blah, blah. But then he's just like, no, like, like kind of being a joker and kind of like at, you know ripping me a little bit of like the mistake, I, I think. But also like, it's like you know what, like I'm gonna lean into this. It's not a bad idea. And like mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, because sometimes like I was tired, you know, and I can tell like okay, I'm annoyed by this, but like well, if he's bringing it up, either it's gonna be a funny conversation or it's just gonna be a ten minute yeah. chat, and then mm-hmm. we'll talk about some other cool thing. But you know, I mean, it's weird that like me choosing to actually talk about it turned into the the thing that it is. I'm like, oh wow. But along the way, I was like, yeah, what if there's a bar? Like just right instantly, I was like, it's a dive bar, but it touches all five senses: cool garnishes, great music, candles, you know, intimate, and like, but it's the most chill bar you've ever been to, you know. And so it just grew from there. It's like every month there'll be five cocktails. Like I wanted to even have like a whole five dollar menu and all this stuff, but we'll see where. We'll see where we get next year. Now that I have a team, yeah, <laughs> I mean that that'd be pretty nice. Not even Subway can do the five dollar anymore. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. six ninety yeah. nine. Yeah, I was looking at it. I was like, well, we could always go to five fifty five. That's fine. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. another eleven percent. So that's good. We're looking at how to cut some corners. Like, there's things you can cut, but it's kind of a weird. Like, I make my own ginger beer now because. Oh wow! Yeah, we you go, make your own ginger beer. Yeah, or I, you just I alter a ginger ale that it ends up being like. 18% of the cost of ginger beer. Okay. And so okay. I take like the Walmart two liter 88 cent and then I... Well, you, you, you're not going to share your secrets. <laughs> it's so easy. Like, and I just dump it into a blender and then I take ginger and I clean it, prep it, throw it in the blender, blend it, let it sit for like an hour, filter it, and then now you've got ginger juice and I take oh. an ounce and a half to an ounce and I put it in the ginger ale again, close it, rip off the label so then we know that that one's done, throw it in the fridge and now it's like for 88 cents and a little bit of labor. Like we have ginger beer, two liters of real fresh ginger beer. Oh my God. And it's killer. It tastes spicy. It's I great. I might have to order that. Now. Yeah. We, we can't call him Moscow mules though. <laughs> we got to call him Freedom mules. 
with them. Yeah. Freedom mules. Freedom mules. Oh. Freedom. 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 What about you? Freedom. Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta call them freedom mules. We're not. We're not supporting what's yeah. going on over there. <laughs> uh, hey, yeah. nothing but patriots here, guys. Yeah, exactly. Nothing but patriots. <laughs> I don't know if there's been enough credit given towards you or like your whole team, but to make something and prosper and survive even (laughs) within the past two years with all these regulations and the uh, COVID and Corona and all that Seriously, Levi, he's right. Yeah, (laughs) just that's a lot of props. Yeah. I mean, the amount of Ruby Tuesdays and TGI Fridays (laughs) that went under, I mean, Jesus. Do you almost feel like going against the grain? And I know that when Phil asked you if you would give people advice to start a bar, you said you wouldn't. (laughs) <laughs> I, <probably wouldn't>. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a crazy person though. Like, I don't, I don't sleep very much. I, yeah. Like, I've, I've actually, my dad was in town a few weeks ago. Sorry, I cut you off. No, 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 you're good. No, that that was it. Your dad was in town a few weeks ago. Yeah, and um, I was like, dude, come out anytime. My dad's 71, and like, and I, I enjoy kicking it with him. He's a weird, he's a weirdo. It's fun, <laughs> and it's fun to like have him as like a buddy in my life. And, you mm-hmm. know, dad, so all the good dad vibes, but like uh, a buddy. And I was like, anytime you want, I just have to work Fridays and Saturdays. And then he was here, and I was like, I put it in almost a 10-hour day every day. I was like, hey, I forgot. I got to do this, you know, product order. I got to prep this. And I was like, dude, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't realize, like, I thought I'd even have to work, and I'm still winning, like, 10 hours every yeah. day you're here. And I don't even think about it. Like, I was like, oh, it's just what I do. Like, oh. yeah. like while you guys were setting up, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll go prep. Oh, that bottle's low. I'll go ahead and make that new syrup real fast. Like, like just, I'm just meandering around. But it is truly the, like... Do You're always you looking for busy work, right? Uh, yeah, well, there's always stuff to be done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and that's the secret to increasing your product is like if you put in the the foot on the ground work, mm-hmm. like you'll you'll get to see and reap the benefits of it, it blooming, prospering. We're at, and, and I've got a great team and there's great people. And even last night, there's this great girl that does karaoke, does our stand-up comedy nights. And because she just enjoys helping and doesn't drink anymore or right now or whatever, she buses all the drinks to the front, like in between every song. She's like, oh, boom, a pile of drinks. Oh, that's like, awesome. Mm-hmm. And you can't hire. You can't find. You can't. I can't even hire a dishwasher right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like like you can't create that. It's just like you got to like kind of like open up your your hand, your heart and be like, yeah, thanks. Like, exactly. Cool. Like they, yeah. they enjoy the vibes they are here. She's not buying a drink. So for her, it's like, hey, I'm I'm using your space. I'm singing, you know, I'm, which could be entertainment. She could be like, you should pay me, you know, yeah. she's great. Mm-hmm. But she's like, no, like I want to give back. Like, cause I'm not giving You're giving money. me a spot to, yeah. yeah. Like a this home. is a safe spot. I get to do whatever I want. You know, it was, it's pretty cool. For some people, this is a, w- a home away from home. Yeah. I know on the weekends I come out here and like from the work schedule and this stuff. Cause like, I mean, with the bar scene in Beloit, there's, you know, you got, uh, the the old time mm-hmm. classic you know kinda Grand like, Avenue kind of yeah. like the old supper club style <laughs> yeah. yeah like Blue steakhouse halls. style yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. there's the expectations w- you got to go in there with and like here nothing yeah it's wild I love when people come in they're like well like the most common comment we get is like oh is this a college bar I'm like absolutely <laughs> not <laughs> absolutely not like uh, do you want to hang out with drunk college kids I do not <laughs> like I tell you what uh uh-uh. um, I just say it's a drink a drinking professionals bar there you, you know, go like, you drinking like drinks professionals. and you're professional and what, whatever you do you're professional sit on the couch I don't care <laughs> you know, like, but, like you take yourself seriously you have hobbies or initiative of some kind yeah and you want to have a great drink and have mm-hmm. a good time that's this, this is the place. This is the bar. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely something you can like bring a first date on, but also bring an old friend with. Mm-hmm. You know, just come in here and be like, you know, I want to show you this cool bar, and then hang out for a couple hours. And there's no like rush to 
get in get out or just like you know oh shit like it's full i need to make sure yeah. i'm buying drinks otherwise they're gonna kick me out yeah no it's, yeah thanks good yeah if it's <laughs> the vibe you want to go with yeah levi how did you get um the quality of your drinks to be so like high for um i guess for some because you you said it yourself you you didn't have that much of a, a bartending background no you, no bartending yeah background. you yeah. you would just prepare drinks for your friends have a lot of house parties mm-hmm. um you would have you had that barista background which honestly like you said there's a lot of those uh crossover skills yeah. i want to cut you off real quick because i wanted to ask this earlier but what is everybody's coffee order starting with levi who's the the oh, coffee expert mm-hmm. yeah uh, most of the time, I'm just doing like an Americano, just black. Most of the time, yeah, Philip. You gonna hate me, everybody? <laughs> Cold brew, Starbucks in the can. <laughs> <laughs> Served <Yeah>. hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I microwave that shit. <laughs> the more sparks, the better. Yeah. What about Barbosa? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm simple, bro. I'm I'm an espresso kind of guy. Um, I'm getting spoiled at work right now. They have an espresso machine. Uh, nothing, nothing that's quality. Let's yeah. be honest. Let's be honest. Uh, okay. Hits the spot. Yeah, uh, but I'll hit a double espresso and a, a shot of, of cocoa flavor in there. Mm. So it's like this, you know, like black coffee and cocoa flavors in there, and that's become my favorite one. But yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, what about you? I love black coffee over ice. No matter what uh, coffee it is, a couple ice cubes over ice that we can just slam it and go. Yeah. Much like I drink my cocktails, as you can see. Yeah. It's <laughs> just as long as it's over ice, I'll just kill it slam right away. That. So. I saw this one come out towards me, and I was like, I got to grab that right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fight. <laughs> it's like a worm going across yeah. the street, and there's like two no. birds. Like, mm. It's a knife fight. Out Usually here. Negronis <laughs> are overpowering. This that was, was super smooth, fucking right? amazing. No. Yeah, it was... Whatever that gin is, I need to buy a bottle of it immediately. Hands down, the yeah. best Negronis in Boyd. In the 608 area. <laughs> Wait a minute, don't get Don't me. walk into that one. Don't walk into but that one. For all of our coffee lovers and coffee addicts and bean heads, I guess. Is that the What'd you record? call me? Bean head. <laughs> Treading thin. <laughs> tough crowd. Uh, what would you recommend the the purest way to, like, to get like to extract the coffee because there's like French press, there's oh, nitro press. And yeah. Man. Well, it, it starts with like what tools you have or whatever. Because um, I, I, like now that the, I mean, coffee is like a hobby now. I mean, yeah. you, you you started in it, so you already know. Yeah. But the commercializing, how accessible it is now for anybody to own the equipment if they put a little bit of money into it. You know. I'll pull up a photo if I can find it. <laughs> um, the biggest thing, the easiest really like totally are french press worth the gimmick for sure oh it's a tool though what's great about um the french press is like you can use that for so many things that tool you know um like i oh i'll see if i can find this thing it'll be fun for you guys i imagine is it like a da vinci thing where like it's a lever and there's a weight thing and like you're on one end a bird is on the other (laughs) (laughs) you need just the amount of just the right amount of beans (laughs) just to pull it down Always. Um, no, the, the biggest thing is if you can just get good water and replace whatever your oh, shit water shit. was with good, because it's like 98% water. This, Damn, I didn't even this think is about Levi that. in uh, 91 making coffee for career day. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You have to send that to us yeah. so we can share it on Isn't the... Isn't that great? That's awesome. Yeah, I found that in a scrapbook that my mom had. I was like, no way. I remember that now. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Um, 
So I've been doing coffee for a little while. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just the water, man. Um, really? Fuck. Replacing whatever water. Like uh, Midwest has super lime heavy dense. So it's, there's too much uh, minerality in the water already. So when it hits the coffee, it can't extract all the wonderful flavor that's already in the coffee. But on the other end of the spectrum, if you go to distilled water, there isn't the uh, play with certain um, minerals to actually help pull out all the flavor. Oh. You know, so it's too stale or it's too thick already and cluttered. So you just have the right water, and all of a sudden it's like having the right gin or having the right sweet vermouth in your Negroni. You know? Yes. It's like, oh, shit. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> For real, though. It's I mean, like this whole time I've been spending like the expensive uh, coffee beans, like, yeah. this will make me look better, taste better. <laughs> but it's just the water. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, it could, of course, of course. Like, yeah, each, each component has its own um, weight and balance to it. But, like, the easiest, quickest thing for $1, you can get um, spring water and just change out a $1 change, opposed to, you know, your coffee beans going from $8 a pound to. Thirty dollars a pound or something like that. Like, oh yeah, that's a, that's a big one. But it just getting up. the right water, like that's a dollar and it's a gallon. Damn. See that? That's exactly. That's the tips we live for. <laughs> for here. you yeah. people, that's that's gentlemen. A, yeah, that's the tips we live. But for. Uh, to like go making your own ginger yeah, beer. <laughs> 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 that and ginger beer. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Ginger beer. Get good ginger beer. Get good water. Uh, but going back to to Juan's question about the cocktails, the, Levi. Yeah. The how did how did you guys like manage to keep such a high standard? Or like, for example. You know, like, you, was it at house parties where you discovered drinks like a Negroni or you became accustomed to more of that bitter style of, of yeah. cocktail spirit forward? I, I, yeah, I mentioned to you guys earlier, like, um, like I have a, a bunch of nasal trauma and then I have a thing called geographic tongue. So I'm missing taste bugs, f- buds from my tongue. Like, oh, I don't shit. I have yeah. two, like, disadvantages, uh, you know, physically. And but like you can still focus and work around them or whatever. And I found that I like bitter things. Of course, when I started drinking, I didn't start drinking until I was 21. Like, I remember my first beer. I was like, this is garbage. I had like a... All uh, beer is garbage. <laughs> Just want to go on record. La- <laughs> last night, yeah, one of my buddies, Daily, like my um, my my super home girl that lives upstairs with me and is my bartender and like we hang out all the time. Um, she was like, why do men like beer? <laughs> it's bread water. It like, is. Yeah. Like, hey, there's a lot of things that don't taste good that men like as well. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Amen. God bless. <laughs> I, know, I was looking at recipes for something to post on the gram. I don't want to spoil anything, but a protein margarita. I'm thinking about doing it. So, yeah, keep your Get eyes the out. Fuck out. I swear. Here. I swear. Maybe not this upcoming week. I got to do a little bit more research, but. I've done an avocado margarita. Oh. Yeah. Damn, that sounds it, amazing. It makes sense because the terroir is very similar. Yeah. Now, um, <laughs> do you put I'm the martini in the <laughs> avocado? Uh, like margarita. Like margarita. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was... Um, Wait, so you put it into the shell of the avocado? Oh, no, no. no, no, no. Oh, okay. Come wow, Phil. Come on, man. <laughs> the bartender's carefully transferring <laughs> you the avocado skin. <laughs> He's like, I still We need to wash this afterwards. <laughs> please I, don't crush please it. Please bring it back. It's got the seed in there so that you get a little <laughs> more flavor. <laughs> I mean, I've eaten chili in a bread bowl. I could believe anything at this point. <laughs> I mean, That's true. How is your mom? <laughs> <laughs> I miss her cooking, I'll tell you that. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> um, I mean, bar- part of the so I worked at Kerry, and I mean, I was surrounded by crazy flavorists, and I didn't like I mentioned, I hardly drink at all because I was just too broke. Like, um, I used to be a touring musician; I couldn't even tip afford to tip on a free drink on tour. Like, I was yeah. just like, I'd got no money, and so I came to this job, and all of a sudden, it was like 
yeah, we have to spend a hundred dollars a person at this restaurant. Like that's what got us this table. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I'll have these two entrees and that bottle of wine. Yeah. Like, cool. I'm gonna spend an hour with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just slowly sit here just and get like, into it. Yep, and just keep drinking, eating, talking, and then I'm surrounded with like crazy foodies. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know anything about anything. Like I've just worked my way there. I'm mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I can do that tomorrow. Like like I got this great opportunity on Monday. I'm like, sure. I'll be there. I, just I don't always, know. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to open the door, you know? Um, no, that's sick. And then I'm going to learn a bunch from it too. But So that's how I learned it. And then once I learned it, the guy that helped open this bar is crazy. Actually, I found him my time hop four years ago. He won the um, International Alternative Milk Latte Art Championship in Seattle. What? Wow. Yeah, All so right. There you go. How did we know that was a thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was... Um, of course, Seattle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> home of Antifa. <laughs> and everyone clapped very, like, yeah. unenthusiastically. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I just surround myself with people. Like, you're, you're the, the average of the five people all mm-hmm. that you hang out with. But it's like, okay, like, hey, here's an opportunity, Philip. Do you want to go down and, like, taste some weird coffees and teach me about wine fermentation? Here's an opportunity, you know, boom, boom, whoever they are. And like, cool, let's just learn together and have fun. Um, And then for the bar, it was already at this kind of like weird, we're doing like cactus, like goop as a cocktail drink. We're using weird ingredients like carrot juice is one of our staples. We have carrot juice in the fridge, which is really weird for a bar. But it's super tasty and it's mm. great background for like weird mocktails. You're going to have to tell us what you use it in after you're done with the story. Yeah. 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 Um, and so it's just like when you're around, it, it's like it's not that hard. Like it's, it's not hard to learn how to like yeah. pour Jameson and ginger ale. Oh. Yes. Oh, add a lime garnish. Okay. Like, wow. Like the, the, the standards. I'm yes. an artist. You're like, oh, like I'm a bartender. Like <laughs> at that level, fine. Like, but if you want to like, okay, like I'm arranging flavors. You're designing the menu. Off, yeah, based yeah. off what you want. And like a really good um, podcast called, I hate the name, and they do too, uh, the Mixology Talk podcast. But it's from A Bar Above. A Bar Above is a website that has like cocktail gear and all this great stuff. Great resource. Um, they said, they're like, we hate the name Mixology because Mixologist is someone that practices in the back. They res- They write the music, they know the chord scales, and then they show up and they perform on stage you know, they'll play, oh, encore, play the, you know, play yeah. your greatest hit. And then they'll do that. Like, that's the uh, equivalent of, like, hey, we, we're not just like, oh, I'm a mixologist. I'm going to just throw these things together. Here you Have go. Have you tried a rum and coke? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like um, Long Island. Yeah. Did you know it doesn't have tea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mind boggling. <laughs> Crazy. But, like, so I just surround myself with cool people i had a bunch of weird stuff in the fridges and then our menus start coming out and they're crazy and weird and different like our our debut inaugural menu was during the election between trump and biden and it was called the drunk trump i saw that i yeah. saw that the, the, the that's there, yeah. great and they were all puns against trump in this blue collar like the place that we took over was like is like this i feel like it's a pretty pro-trump area yes you know yeah. and what gives that away <laughs> <laughs> it's not my neighbor's blue lives matter flag that yeah, yeah. he hangs probably saw, like there was yeah there's other colors i didn't even know existed inside next to that blue like that's not a rainbow though i'm like yeah. come on you just, just add one more color and you got a rainbow flag <laughs> bring back the color triangle or the color wheel for them yeah it's just wild so i was like okay well we're just gonna open up with that and then the staff, you know, kind of like shows up with that, knowing like, hey, this is the expectation. And then I kind of like give them like, 
okay, here's five bars, the five senses, and the five perceptions of flavor. So this cocktail is a sour-based cocktail. This cocktail is a bitter-based cocktail. You know, and you just walk mm-hmm. your way through the, all that. And then, uh, yeah, it's really fun when people come on a slam at night and they're like, oh, are you guys hiring? Like, sure, you know, come back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and then they usually don't. Or if they do, then we like actually talk and they're like, oh, I, was like, I don't want to work here. I thought this was just going to be an easy cash bar. <laughs> you know? No, no, no. Like, yeah, it could be. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's another good uh, question to bring up uh, the hiring process. Do you look for somebody with that spark in their eye, like that, like that passion? Other than, like you said, they know that this is a hot bar that's just been on the news lately that they can just work on there and, like, you know, social network instead of coming in here, like, like the uh, entertainer of the karaoke. She's here and she doesn't drink, but she's doing her, paying her dues, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what it is. It's, It's, this is that, um, the family, the friends, the whatever. So Bailey, <laughs> my like most, my longest bartender, she just came here to hang out, you know, and she had a friend that worked here. And so then she just kept hanging out. And then she's talking to our mutual tattoo artist that we both get tattoos from. And she's like, oh, I'd really like to work there. And she's like, just go ask him. He needs help. <laughs> <laughs> More ways Simple than one. That, yeah. <laughs> So then she's like, hey, like, um, you know, it's like if you guys are hiring, like, you know, I've got this experience and I'd like to learn bartending. I was like, yeah, you've got a lot of cool experience experiences and I like your vibe and you do hang out. Like the best way is like, yeah, you just hang out. You're that friend in the friend zone that yeah. turns to like the <laughs> someone of interest. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how she did it. Another person, literally, you just sing karaoke every Wednesday and we needed a dishwasher. And maybe it was like, hey, Morgan's really great. He could help us out. I was like. Go ask. <laughs> Yo, what is Morgan, what is Morgan, Morgan saying? What does Morgan sing? Everything. I can't. Like, I, I wouldn't have pictured him for a singer. Oh, he That's loves oh, Tenacious D. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We were rocking. Yeah. yeah, he's got a great voice. Big booming. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of just has fallen into place. And then Kylie, who's here Wednesday through the weekend, um, who's also a great, like all the personas, all the vibes are really cool, friendly. We all hang out outside of work. Um, and... She like literally. I posted the job, and then two hour, two and a half hours later, she called, and then she was like, "Oh, like I see you guys are hiring, or I heard you guys are hiring." I was like, "I just posted it." She's like, "I'll be there in an hour." I was like, "Whoa!" She showed up and hung out for an hour and a half, and then she's like, "Okay, now what?" I was like, "Do you want to come back on Friday and work for an hour for free, and there'll be an interview?" And she's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah." So she after work came, worked for another four hours because I was by myself, and then I was like, "Okay." Cool. So we can start the training process for you if you want to work here. <laughs> it's it's like you were saying, like it's more than just mixing like a couple of 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 liquids into one glass. It's yeah. all the prep and like you the people skills. Mm, yeah, definitely yeah. people skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. These people all had the people skills for sure. Um, and Morgan would be the least experienced um, beverage person. Um, he has a bunch of food experiences. And he's a little bit of a stoner in a good <laughs> way. So he's, he's got one of those hard working stoners. Yeah, he's a hard working. He's a dedicated follow through stoner. Um, Down to earth. Because I'm going to get yeah. really high and I'm going to complete this five tasks. Yeah, yeah. Like there was one night where I was like, hey, we're going to be gone uh, two weeks from now. I'm, I'm, I'm taking my first vacation. I'm taking Bailey. We're going to get out of town. We're going to Cancun for three nights. Ooh la la, Cancun. Yeah. It was just like, you got to get out of here. I'm tired. Got to recharge. Yourself. Recharge. Yeah. yeah. And then also our Decompress. next. Decompress. Yeah. And our next menu is going to be Wisconsin style spring break. So it was like tropical. So I was like, nice. all right, 
I need to get in the mood because I'm not in the mood right now. (laughs) I'm not in the mood. (laughs) And so I told Morgan, and at that point, he was like bar back and like helping out and like doing a great job. And he's like, oh, why why are we closing? And I was like, well, I don't have a bartender. We're just going to be closed. Saturday night, we'll open back up on Thursday. It's fine. He's like, well, what do you need to do to be a bartender here? <laughs> I was like, well, you need to get your bartending license. It's like a seven-hour test. He's like, oh, okay, cool. Right on. We'll all look into that. 7.30 or 7.23 a.m. was actually his birthday. He that night stayed up all the way through, got his bartending license, and texted me a certificate. He said, if you want to say open next weekend, I have my, or next week. God damn. And I was just like, I respect the shit out of that. <laughs> Hey, that's a move. Yeah, yeah. Was just like, that is a power move show right up. there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's pretty cool. That's so called initiative right there, yeah. boys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Initiative, follow through, all that yeah. stuff. So even for him, like we're walking through he likes sing sweet. So I've been joking around with this idea of we have four bartenders right now, but like once we get a fifth, it'll be like the five senses as the five bartenders. Ooh. And he's definitely he's the sweet guy, you know. But he'll taste anything, he'll try anything. He doesn't like it, but he'll he'll be like, oh, this does remind me of this. He'll sit with it. He'll wait, like, wine and be like, yeah, you know what's kind of weird? It kind of tastes like this. Like, reminds me of that. Yeah. Like, and then he'll be like, no, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's honest about it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a lot of my job here. Like, I just have to, like, go through the corporate paperwork. I have to swing hammers. I have to deal mm-hmm. with shit. Yeah. But I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense. It's got the experience. No, totally. And, you know. Do you feel like you need some of that, not necessarily narcissism and delusion, but <laughs> in order to be successful, you kind of need a little bit of spark in you? Like, Selfishness. You know, yeah, yeah, like, you know, like much like Morgan, where he had the initiative to just yeah. go out and get his bartender license over the next seven hours. Yeah. Do you feel like you kind of need some of that? Because we have a lot of young listeners in order to, you know, kind of kick yourself in the ass and be like, well, if anybody can make it, why can't it be me? Yeah. Much like you, you had with the bar itself. For sure. What's up, bud? Uh, is that Morgan over there? This is the this is the Morgan. Oh, yeah. It's the Morgan. It's the Morgan bartender. Devil. <laughs> we were talking about when you stayed up all night to get your bartending license. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 and lady too, a little special appearance by lady, the official mascot of Five Bar. Yeah. Oh, she's a cutie. Right on. Thanks. God bless Morgan. Uh, oh, delusion! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely. So, like, I had—I mean, I had the craziest thing this last summer, and like, super fast, crazy story. I thought I was mm-hmm. dating a girl, and she ended up was posting on st- um, private forums within the community about things that I did not do or will do, and just like completely backstabbing me. And then she'd come in and run a tab and just dip out. Dead. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I thought. What? Yeah. And I was like, I'm shocked like, that I would even hear yes. this kind of behavior. Oh, it's right nuts. Now. This was just like in August or something uh-huh. like that. Like, and I don't know. It's like, I mean, it hurt hard. I was just like, well, like, I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. It's not right. true. But now, you know, 50 people think it is true. Like, yeah. That would well, that would have put me in a year of depression. I wouldn't yeah. be at home, not moving, out of bed. So God yeah. bless you. I mean, it was fun. And that was like a, someone that, like, you know, backstab, like, someone that. She's made me food in her apartment. I had made her food in my house. Like, like I was like, what? Jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that sort of thing happens. And you hear a lot from, uh, or I hear a lot because I'm, you know, owner talk to shop mm-hmm. talk. And they'll be like, oh, yeah. it's always the one bartender that you don't expect, you know, stealing from you. And so sure enough, you know, like I start looking into some stuff and now some people don't work here anymore. <laughs> oh, like, wow. Oh, like, wow. Like, I can't, like, I like literally like you've 
the people that I've made, I haven't made money off this business yet, right? I just started paying myself for my hourly wage <laughs> this year, almost two years. Yeah. Ahead, you know, like, I haven't, I haven't paid myself back. And I was like, I can't believe that people are like, that fucked yeah. up underhanded. Yeah. Like, literally to the point of ordering bottles that don't even make it to the shelf. Like, just throw them in the like backpack. Completely stole, like, I don't know. And, and these are your people that you're working with. You need a program. Yeah. Every day I see them. Every day besides yep. the Sunday. I'm like, how can that? Wow. Well, whatever. Like, if you Gotta don't even order going. for yourself, I would, you know, like, yeah, and I'm cool. okay. Like, no. And I'm super, you want to you take a bottle? Hell yeah, me too. What <laughs> bottle you want to take? Like, that's totally fine. Like, I, no one's perfect. Everyone needs help. Everyone wants some stuff, but. I accidentally like kicked in. You're oh, good. I, thought, I thought it was my I was knee. Like, what good. the fuck was that? We're getting attacked by Russia right now. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Dude, you've been watching too much news, homie. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> too much of that Fox news. Keeping, going on. Yeah, the right news, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I completely understand where you're coming from. Where you know, but you said it correctly. Where you kind of just have to keep going. Like yeah. the, you know, despite all the the setbacks, and you know, you almost feel like okay, that's just more motivation to succeed. It's what do you? It's not like oh, f those people, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna like you know like. Show my ex them. will see me yeah. next year and I'm going to be with a better rare. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what do you expect? Yeah, like, I don't expect yeah. people to kiss my boo-boos and yeah. take care of me. Like, I I can do, you know, I'm closer to 40 or 60 than I am, you know, zero, little adolescent yeah. child. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, oh, okay, cool. That was the bad one. They're not all bad. That one was mm-hmm. bad. Cool. Yeah, they say often, uh, often kids now uh, suffer from anxiety because they're afraid of suffering. But, you know, there's, there's this idea of, well, if you suffer now, then the rest will be a lot easier. Because if you're just thinking about, you know, the anxiety of like, yeah. oh, bad things are going to happen as opposed to just confronting them head on, then you take the head on the chin now and then overcome it later. And also, every day sucks. <laughs> 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 like, there was, I mean, I had a depressed girl here a couple months ago. And, you know, there was like a group of like four of us or whatever. And she was having a bad time. I was like, hey, like... Yeah, it only gets worse. It's like, it's not a fairy tale. Like, <laughs> you're not even paying rent yet. Like, yeah. you have no idea how hard your life's gonna become. So you should decide right now if you want to keep living, and then get over being sad about a breakup. Like, yeah, boohoo. Yeah, like oh, you're, pe- people you're think it's sentimental when it's not even mid twenties, man. You don't <laughs> even pay rent. Like, grow up. I don't know what your idea was that was supposed to be. Like a, fairy a million tale. people are chasing mm-hmm. you around the bar, devoting their love to you every second. But like, kind of life. Like, <laughs> so if you want to like own a bar or whatever, like work at a bar or like do something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not gonna just like fall in your lap that like somebody be like, hey, do you want to own a bar? Yeah, here's a million dollars just for fun. Now let's buy a bar. <laughs> like, that's not gonna happen. Like, no, no one's gonna land on your lap. Like, like sometimes you're gonna have to build it, like you did. Mm-hmm. You, know? you do. Like, yeah. otherwise, someone's gonna hand it. Like, who's gonna hand it to you? Uh, a dad that dies, an yeah. in-law, like a divorce settlement from the person that you divorced. <laughs> like, but I don't know where you're going to get this ethereal bar from. Mm. Like, I can't, I don't understand this idea that people expect to get things. Like, yeah. why would you expect anything at all yeah. ever? Like, it, I don't understand. Is this <laughs> everything so much easier now that it's a, it's a sense of entitlement, you know? Yeah, that sense of entitlement definitely comes through a lot more and, I mean, but even furthermore, like, you know, you could have just settled with the bar you had, but then you kept expanding and expanding mm-hmm. it, so. Oh, for this one? Yeah. Yeah, well, when I got it, it was, like, lockdown, right? 
And so I was like, this is the perfect time to renovate it and start mm-hmm. it. When will I ever get this time again? Like yeah. it's 20% occupancy mm-hmm. and it's already been closed for like three months. So I'm walking into it. So I could just open the door the next day. I could be like, oh, there's a bar here. But it's like, oh, well, that bar just got sold and reopened. It's like, well, yeah. I know I'm going to tinker with it because I tinker and I build and like I like doing, creating shit and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I need something to do with my hands for like <laughs> six months. You know, I'm not traveling right now. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. So. so I was like, all right, let's just blow it up. And then part of that blowing it up, the front facade, I just demolished and made it look like garbage. But I put holes in the front just for light and fresh air. Mm-hmm. Threw a fan through it. But that was also like, what is going on there? You know, like what's happening? Yeah, it's kind of like mm-hmm. the locals knew it. The locals respected it. And once I got the locals' respect, you know, and the other bartenders are like, "You are like you are building this." And for the first few weeks, the first like six weeks, it was just me. I was like by myself. Some friends came and helped me, but like I was like, "I'm by myself. There's mm-hmm. nothing else here." <laughs> And th- that's just kind of like how it started. And you got to be that crazy to do it. And yeah. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's almost, almost overwhelming just hearing about this. It's like any, <laughs> any project by myself for that long period. Like, oh. Yeah. I mean, the, so just, I started, it's been almost five years. So I've been working on it, the menus. I'm, this is the 22nd location I walked through. Walk through location. Okay. I walked away from three negotiations with three other bars. This is the Jeez. fourth one I was in negotiations with. Like, it's not easy. It doesn't just yeah. show up. Mm-hmm. So if someone wants There's it, like, a process. Yeah, yeah dude. It's, mm-hmm. someone, when I started with coffee, I was like, I did a little kiosk at a church. One one day a week, super easy. <laughs> Moved to a coffee shop that I bought that someone needed out of it because he was, he was having an affair with his bar- barista. And so oh, like yeah. his marriage or the business. And he chose wisely because the business was garbage. <laughs> so I was able to walk in, take over his lease. The American and, dream. <laughs> right there. <laughs> A barista too. I mean, come on. Yeah. Are most baristas like sixteen now? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I go to Starbucks, it's like some poor, you know, high school kid. Like, I'm sorry, it's gonna be five minutes. You're like, really? You that was in the drive-through for ten. Like, <laughs> you still need more. But so. no, it's it really is an inspiring story. Like going from like starting from essentially nothing to like where we are now, and yeah. like not to say that like there's a dis uh, what's the word? What's the word? Defect. Defect, but you have your taste buds. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, like to be in, in the business of like beverage and food or just taste in general. Like, mm-hmm. I would have like, oh, I can't do that because like I don't have a taste bud. You know, you're essentially daredevil. You're the Midwest daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, taste blind. Just <laughs> have to use your eyes for everything. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say uh, the secret to longevity is? Because you're, you know, you said you're 36. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you know you don't look you know 36 you look like you're still very you know hungry for more and you know your idea is to do a smoker in the back and a smoking section what has helped you reach this age and not feel like you are overwhelmed it doesn't sound like you, you are very hungry for more yeah. what do you think um good question <laughs> I knew that I'd probably know a lot more about myself. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely the survival, um, um, like, like drive. Like growing up was weird. Like, um, I brought back a scrapbook, and Bailey, my bartender, was like, "Oh, your trauma journal." And we walked through <laughs> the shoulders <laughs> and stuff, and she's like, "Wow!" Like, like my 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 childhood was very very weird. And like when I moved here, I installed a lock on the house I grew up in. We did not have a lock on the door. 
that's just like one of the like finer points of my life growing up. Like we had people in and out. We had we had someone in our house once, and then everyone's like, "Do you know that person?" And we didn't know who they were. They were in our house just hanging out. I was like, "Ah, like I had a very very different life yeah. <laughs> growing up." Uh, we replaced the tarps on the roof because the tarps wore out instead of a real real roof. Yeah. You know? And so I guess it's like early on, it was like, if you don't do this, you will freeze to death. Like, if you don't do this, there won't be food tomorrow. Like, if this pot burns, there is no more food in the house. Like, I remember going back home once and then we didn't, we didn't have salt. Like, we don't even have salt. We're out. And like, not like, oh, we forgot to get it. It's like, oh, we don't get groceries for a few days. Like, okay, that's fine. It's cool. We'll make it happen. Yeah. yeah. You, know? mm-hmm. you can use um, apple cider vinegar. It tastes <laughs> like salt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's salty a little bit. <laughs> it's all about perspective. Like, yeah. I mean, like, you just got to keep going. It doesn't get, going. it doesn't get easier. It doesn't yeah. Get, that's a I'm, great mindset to have. I say every, I'm, I'm happier every year. Every, every year I'm just like, I can't believe I'm happier. I'm more fulfilled, but it is harder. It is more like the more you're aware, the more like, you know, like, oh, fuck, now I got to pay rent. Oh, now I got to do my taxes. Ah. Now you got to file taxes for a business, dude. That's why I haven't. I've I've pushed it back two years already, and like my accountant's like, okay, like this June, like okay. (laughs) 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 Yeah, no, and and, you know, obviously, you got to pay employees, and you you know, you said you just start paying yourself, so I know all that can be Mm -hmm. taken on the chin. But I think you said it correctly, where you know that idea of survival, where if you don't do this, you're going to be the one to suffer. And you're yeah. going to be the one that reaps the benefits if you do go out and do something. Yeah. Like I knew when I turned 18, I'd have to pay rent for, to my mom. And so I was like, there's no safety cushion here. Like I can't go and do, Oh, I want to do this thing. Take like, a, like a I have free to pay, year, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I have to give my mom money, mm-hmm. like come 18. So let's figure it out. And like, it was, it was like half of an apartment's rent for a room that I built. <laughs> that was <laughs> shitty. <laughs> like <laughs> it sucks, but like, like we got to pull it together. So yeah. It's kind of mm-hmm. that like, and you, you don't, have, you know, no one has to have that like, Oh, things are crazy. So therefore I can actually do something with my life or whatever. It's like, if you don't, I don't know what you expect to do with your life. I don't know. Like if you want to have a bar, it's going to take over your life. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like you were saying, like the world is crazy upon itself. So like, yeah. if you're not ready to confront that or like to be like, put that on that load on you then yeah like, i wish i had the luxury of anxiety like <laughs> it's like what, like the um, impending doom of like oh, yeah God, i still gotta clear out my inbox <laughs> <laughs> gotta make sure all my emails are read yeah yeah I, i'm like something 10, already that's like attacking me that i don't even know about <laughs> <laughs> no i mean we've we've talked about childhood trauma and you know that's one of the themes of the show food wine news and childhood trauma mm-hmm. and <laughs> Uh, very early on, we, we talked about uh, men's mental health and the idea that in order to feel fulfilled, like you mentioned, that you definitely need a purpose. Do you feel like within the, the coffee business and comparing that to Carrie, comparing that to the bar business, do you feel like having that purpose of this is my business? I'm not one of 2,200, you said, or 22,000? It's, it's 22,000, yeah. I'm not one of 22,000. This is on me. Do you feel like that gave you more purpose and more fulfillment than working for a big company? Um, the, when I was doing the carry stuff, like the, I wanted to do these weird drinks and like, and I did sometimes and like, it's more of a sideshow, like, Oh, fun. Like I knew it wouldn't be the driver, but it'd be memorable. And mm-hmm. I'd be, I, I, I helped a lot of salespeople. So I'd show up and be dog and pony show. Oh, here's a vanilla latte. Here's a cold brew, but here's this crazy like drink, you know? Um, but as I was doing that for like seven or it was, it would have been like over six years, almost seven. I was like, I should just really start doing these drinks at a bar. Like, it's going to work. Like, yeah. 
It's going to be memorable. It's going to be fun. Our number one seller is still going to be a margarita, Paloma, old-fashioned, something like that. But like it'll be memorable. It'll be a blip in someone's mind, a speed bump. You know, There'll be a ripple through the community. And like, yeah, we, we can do that. So it was more like the ownership of these weird, fun concepts than the ownership of like the bar. Like if I had known how to raise money, maybe someone else would own this and I'd just be the proprietor, <laughs> the, the manager, you know, yeah. <laughs> but just I, help it I don't out know how can. to do that. <laughs> yeah. I get paid more. <laughs> have an angel investor. Yeah. You like wouldn't it, have been it, the owner, you know? Yeah, yeah. If I knew how to do that, but I don't know how to do that. So and I don't know how to do my taxes. I don't know how to do a lot of shit. I just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. yeah, that's a great, that's a great it's mindset. Like, there's like so many people that they'll, they'll be afraid to, the, the heart, there's a couple pieces of advice that my dad gave me at, at this weird time where he like left my life for a while and then came back. And one was really comical because he's like dirty in overalls and there's this girl at um, like a cashier at the home decor store or the home supply store and she's complaining about this dude yada yada and he walks up and you know we're waiting in line and all this stuff and back in the day when you had to hand type in there wasn't those barcode scanners you know yeah ching on the register all that and he's like hey can i give you some advice i heard your you know issue and she's like oh sure you know and he's like only take advice from people that are in a position you want to be in and i was just like this is wild, great advice, but coming from you, this like dirty, like yeah. <laughs> like with this scrawny little kid, me with a bowl cut and like just like missing teeth. I was like, it's like this is great advice, but very poignant. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then the other advice he gave, he said the like the hardest transition is zero to one because it's one hundred percent. You've never done it, but then from one to two is fifty percent, two to three is thirty three percent, and so that would be like I've never, you know, done this cool thing or done this hard thing, you know. The hardest thing is starting. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. Starting like, oh, I've never done that. Yeah. Open your eyes underwater. It's super easy. You maybe did it as a kid or you might be, you maybe you can't even swim. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. you just got to do it. And then you start from there. Then you start going to snorkeling. Then you go deep yeah. dive into the And then you're yeah. Michael Phelps. <laughs> yeah, for real though. <laughs> Subway and weed. <laughs> as far as... Um, I, I know you, I mean, you literally just told us about how you visited multiple locations and how this was... Oh, for this bar, like the yeah, 20 second or so. Yeah. Uh, did you visit or did you stick to mostly bars in this area then, like surrounding the Beloit yeah. area? Yeah, I was looking at... Um, so I lived in, I live in Madison um, and I was like, okay, all around the, those counties. And then um, I was really drawn to Milwaukee. And Beloit is where I worked a lot, so I had a lot of friend group here, and it's cheap, and yada yada. And then obviously Madison, but Madison, th- this bu- this entire building and business is was less than my house in Madison. Oh. Like, it's it, it's <laughs> wild. <laughs> yeah, like just shit yourself over there. Yeah. <laughs> the real estate market's awful. <laughs> so like, just uh. yeah. So it was like wild. So I was looking at all these places, and then I was looking online at like even Portland, back in Seattle area. I was like, well, wh- I mean, if we're going to go somewhere, we can go anywhere. Yeah. Like, that's what's going to happen. But physically walking through, I mean, I walked through at least one building that was like burned down, Jeez. you know, and it was like, oh, it's like 80 grand. I was like, yeah, but it's like an 80 grand build out. too. Yeah. You know? Like, so cool. You did the demo for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, fire. <laughs> um, so I looked at a bunch of weird so- spots. I went to one that was like literally a brothel. It had uh, 12, six or 12. I can't remember. Rooms upstairs with like little locks and just a bed and like just a, a bed. It was like such garbage. How long ago was that operating? Uh, I don't know. I walked through it a couple of years ago, 
but I don't know when it was. If someone wanted to go like visit it, do you have the address? <laughs> <though>? <laughs> For yeah. no, absolutely yeah, no man. reason. Any social media pages? <laughs> Let's hop in the car. <laughs> they're, they're definitely not doing taxes in those rooms. They are not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're playing property tax and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any... Um, they're not property. They're entertainers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Phil? I was going to say, do you have any closing moments or anything that you want people to look out for? Uh, with the uh, the progression of Firebar, yeah, let's 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 wrap it up here. Uh, Cause, cause like, I, you're in the essentially the sophomore year, right, of the eclipse oh, yeah. of this. This is yeah. How long has Firebar been up? Like we two? opened a year and a half ago. Year and a half. Okay. Yeah. So you're just closing down at the at the sophomore. Of like yeah, the, I'm calling mm-hmm. it. This is like the this is draft one. Dra- okay. Or phase one. Like phase one was just get open. Phase two is open the back area. Mm-hmm. Phase three is add food, but I'm calling this like the first draft of that. So I don't know if there's five drafts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There will be for this place. Yeah. Hey. It's a drafty building, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, uh, big things to look forward to. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, if, if you are able to get anything in the back, just the, the room for the expansion, even yeah. in Yeah. I mean, and it's wild. I have a friend that um, he's taking me to Lacrosse on Sunday because mm-hmm. he has some connections there and he wants to buy a building and put in a five bar up in Lacrosse. Oh, and that's so, awesome. So that'd be super cool. And it'd be like the first, like, oh, you're an investor. You buy the building. I'm mm-hmm. your renter. We've lived together before. Like, he's a great dude. He owns, like, six properties Jeez. yeah and it was funny he rented a room for me even though he was my real estate agent <laughs> when i moved to madison because he's like in this flux and he's like hey like I, my it was like some sister-in-law and it was like three people that were moving back from some out of country and it's like they just need a place to crash for three months can i just move in with you for three months i was like this is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> like you can move in with me as my agent it's great <laughs> what would you uh like the listeners to take away with from your episode today Oh, um, yeah. I don't know who they are. I don't know what they're doing with their lives, but I hope it's great things. And uh, I hope there's a lot of jokes along the way that they feel better about themselves and <laughs> can do that thing that's really hard for them now. <laughs> yeah. Like Phil always says, life is either a tragedy or a comedy. So mm-hmm. yeah. you, t- you take it as you want. Eventually it becomes both. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Joker movie with Joaquin <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know th- Go ahead. Cool. I was sitting right on. Thanks. Yeah, no. Yeah. Thank you so much, Phil. And, uh, Phil, any closing statements? Um. Like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and uh, follow Five Bar. Uh, what's your Instagram yeah. handle? How do we find uh, yeah. social media wise? Um, the website and then the social is Five Bar, the number five bar.co because there was already a five bar.com, which is wild. That okay. is wild. Maybe, like, five, on, maybe five gum wanting to get <laughs> all to get ownership a, of five. Yeah. <laughs> trying <laughs> to get ahead. Yeah. <laughs> all the five guys, all the five bars and trademark yeah. thing. Damn, those motherfuckers. No, there's a spelled out. Ours is a number though. Whatever. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely drop that in the description below. Yeah. Uh, what about Juan? Any closing statements? Uh, no closing statements from me. I mean, I would just say to all of our listeners, because um, I mean, we, we're kind of developing a little bit of a, like people are looking to us for places to visit, like mm-hmm. things like that. Um, I, this would definitely be at the top of the list um, for me. Um, this is probably like the coolest combination of like youth and actual like, um quality. cocktails and quality yeah. it's it doesn't lean too far in one way like, like he said this is not the bar for like college kids looking to get drunk even yeah. though it might look like a college kids <laughs> hangout like yeah. th- they're still rating their rich aunts like liquor cabinet you know like <laughs> 
<laughs> super rich kids with nothing but fake friends. That's right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely check them out, guys. It's it's worth a trip out here to Beloit. Yeah. I want to say one thing about that. There's the, um, I mean, people ask all the time if it's a college bar. I'm like, no, I do not want to hang out with drunk college kids. They destroy my stuff. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this one, t- two girls that came in that were dressed like they were ready to impress. And it was a Friday night and we're like, you know, busy. It's like 1130, whatever. And they both ordered a drink. And then one of them looks at the friend and says, I'm going to get blackout here tonight. And I slammed the countertop as hard as I could with my hand. And I looked at him just dead ass in the face. I was like, you will never get blackout here. This is your last drink. Oh, <laughs> amen, like, Levi. What Yo. is wrong with you? I'm going to black what out here. What is wrong with you? Like, you're going to get all kinds of bad things. Yeah. At another bar. Go down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you the address. Yeah. Uh, first one's on me. <laughs> I know the bartender. The blackout bar is <laughs> down the street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, we, <laughs> we haven't gotten a puke bucket yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah. This is not the bar to come get blackout. That's for sure. No. That's for sure. Definitely come here. Have Enjoy the, the Negroni. The Negroni was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an Empress uh, Gin Dry Martini. That thing was delicious. And I had a ro- uh, smoke to Rosemary Mary Jane. Ooh. Yeah, the menu this month's all 420 friendly and each drink's inspired by a drug. 420 just burns. <laughs> <laughs> Get uh, high. Do you guys have any sneak peek for next month for yeah. the drinks? Like, uh, well, so it's wild. So it was a lot of prep work, right? A lot of like grunt work. And then it's like I knew once I got through one year, I'd have about most of it done. Because like each month, it's like, okay, well, we can replay the, four, the 420 friendly menu. Which is what this one is. We just did a couple tweaks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so then I, l- I sat down this morning. And I was like, yeah, we're done until like forever. Like I've got the template if we want to just yeah. keep rerunning each month. Mm-hmm. Um, but so next month is the Star Wars. May the Pores Be With You. May the Pores Be With You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then we got, was that May, June, June. It's the dark side of the June. So it goes from Star Wars to the dark oh. side of the June. Mm-hmm. It's a Pink Floyd inspired, but it's also a rainbow um month and so as the week as the month goes we progress through parties that are based off colors like pink we have a pink pink flamingo listening party we're gonna have a shit ton of pink flamingos pink cups Ooh. pink drinks and then we're gonna, gonna have to play come for that. songs by pink or with the word pink in them yeah so that's like i'm super excited and then and then there's a pretty in pink party a surprise birthday party for somebody that knows that's happening so, <laughs> so we're gonna progress that in the, um you, you could even have a lawyer theme night like a legally blonde yeah that's that's a lawyer movie right legally sure. blonde yeah. yeah 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 that's a color right <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we're going to stuff in pink, and you're like, you know, what if we got a bunch of lawyers in here? <laughs> <laughs> lawyers always known for the can-do attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Love to be the ones breaking the law. Known for bringing up the room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I do have a good friend that um, comes in quite a bit, and he is studying to be a lawyer, mm-hmm. and he keeps it very low-key, but it's great because as he gets drunk, because um, he, he, he knows, he's like, hey, just a single shot on all my things because I get drunk fast, and like, yeah. I, I respect that. And... Um, so all the time he'll like put his hand over the bar and be like, "Hey, just so you know, you're protected if that happens." Or like, <laughs> <laughs> just like stuff like that. Like, "Hey, make sure you have a witness besides me." Like, just like he does like that all the time, and it's the like, best like drunk guy like. Yeah, oh, thanks, looking man. Looking out for you. Yeah, like, don't worry, man. I hid your keys. We're all good. You know, like it's the best. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. He's always dropping useful legal advice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. All this stuff happened the other day. Like I got this the best re- review from a Kyle, and I, I can look it up for you guys later. It's the best. He in his review of one star admitted to doing cocaine in the bar, 
and trying to steal, not steal, leave the bar with a beer open. And which are both illegal. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Especially the first one. Why would you admit to that in a review? Jesus. He was drunk and I heard the first two points like, and I'm like, you guys don't normally do that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just great. I just sat down and was like, oh, Kyle, Kyle. I'm this bar one star. They don't have room for my cocaine. <laughs> no, he was, he was mad that I kicked him out because he was being an asshole. Yep. And so, Fair. so mm-hmm. I wrote him the best review and I just like, his full name. I used <laughs> as many times as I could. I said, let me reiterate that you openly do cocaine, but we do not condone that here. <laughs> and that is why you've been banned for life forever from anything that I touch within my power to ban you from. <laughs> That's forever. great. Period. And then I kept going. It was just like, and then he changed his review to three stars and took away his comment. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And then the next day, because I sent it to all of his friends, he raised it to five stars. <laughs> and I was like, you learned his lesson. My comment's still there. Yeah. You're still a piece of garbage. You're a garbage human. And well, hopefully, it's a, r- a moment of reflection. Like, you know what? I hope I so. Should stop doing cocaine. I'll fucking show him. <laughs> he argued with me in the bar on a Friday night at midnight, the day after he was banned for life um, tried to sneak in in front of his friends none of his friends defended him and I'm just like look around you man you don't have any friends no one likes you this is a you're on a bad path and it's like in front of all his, I'm just like no one likes you like you're not welcome here Yeah. so I don't know what to tell you <laughs> like Fuck him. no one's defending you don't be a Kyle a person. do be, not be a Kyle don't be a Kyle yeah God, why is that such a Kyle thing to do? It was so outrageous, right? I yeah. think he changed his name to Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a Kyle-type attitude. It's like, you know what? <laughs> so with that being said, everybody, thanks so much for listening. Like, subscribe on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. On Rate us if you can. We haven't asked for that a lot. We, yes. we haven't been doing a very good job about asking that, but that really puts eyeballs on us. So exactly. definitely rate us if you can. Rate and uh, come check out Fibar in, in Beloit. Mm -hmm. and thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you all next week